0: Tour junkies. what's going on golf addicts welcome to the 2021 u.s open betting preview for the tour junkies i'm david barnett of the tour junkies i got pat perry with me he's also of the tour junkies and we showed up tonight unexpectedly wearing the same tour junkies throwback 2016 Ryder cup shirt look at that thing God, that's a good-looking shirt. Uh, we, yeah, <clears throat> this is a great shirt. It's our nation's our nations open. You know what I mean? It's the Open Championship, Tory Pines. We're excited. We just finished recording the DFS preview. If you didn't watch that, uh, we were joined by our good friend and caddy for Webb Simpson. Been, on, been caddying on tour for 20 years, Paul Tesori, to talk about tes- uh, Tory Pines. I almost said Tesori Pines. That's what it'll be called when they win. Anyway, Paul gave some incredible insights. We're going to hit some highlights here in a little bit. But Paul gave some incredible insight. And if you didn't watch that, you need to go watch it. But it's good stuff. As always, we are presented by our friends at FantasyNational.com, the one-stop shop. If you're doing anything related to spending dollars or Bitcoin or maybe a gold brick on betting on golf in any capacity, DFS betting, one and done, I don't care Uh, if you're betting with your auntie. Or your mama, or your cousins, or your guys at work, or a bunch of people. You should use fantasynational.com and go to fantasynational.com/slash/tj, and you get twenty percent off any level membership there. No matter what you choose, you can choose weekly and pay eight bucks a month. Eight bucks. Eight bucks. You can choose monthly and pay twenty-four dollars. You can choose annually and pay two hundred dollars a month to join Fantasy National. It's the one-stop shop. We've been using them for four or five years now. Uh, all the data is uh, licensed by the PGA Tour, so you know it's good. And you can, you can access all the stats and so many tools. Go to fantasynational.com slash TJ and get the, uh, get the 20% off. It's good stuff. It's our trusted source, I promise you. Try it out for a week, and if you love it, upgrade to the month, and you still get the 20% off. So there you go. Pat, uh, mm. we talked about this on the DFS show, but I said that I was going to get lit tonight, and I am on my way. My face is starting to get a little numb. Um, I, I, I got this bottle of uh, Casamigos that I... I think you said you were going to finish it. I feel like you're a little ways away. Dude, I've gone like that far. It was like here, okay. and I've gone like that far. And okay. we still have this You always show. talk about
1: your face getting numb, too. Like, I don't, I don't know if my face yours gets numb. Mine does. I don't think mine does that.
0: Like, do you have some nerve problems? No, but I mean, like, like these- I can, like, do this, and, like, I don't feel anything. It's weird. Um, yeah, I don't...
1: I don't have that same issue,
0: but we have, there's a lot of things I can't feel when, when I, yeah, but yeah, I'm not, I almost made a comment. (laughs) Um, anyway, we have this whole show to do, and then we have the tour junkies after dark show to do.
1: Oh, we're doing that one too. I didn't realize we were doing that one.
0: Oh, Marcus Griffin in the chat with me. He's right there with me. So Marcus must be taking something down too on a Saturday night. We are recording this on a Saturday night. Normally we don't normally we record this on a Monday night. And, um, and yeah, so so anyway, this is kind of a very first look, like what we're looking at for betting outrights, and our first, our early thoughts on Tory Pines in the U.S. Open. The tournament that shall not be named is going on at Congaree mm-hmm. right now. Uh, the third round is is come to an end, and we don't give, we don't, we just don't give, <laughs> a, we don't give any of. We have zero to give, is what we have about that tournament. So we're gonna move on there. I will say this: We do. We are going to give away some stuff. We're going to give away some stuff. If you have already heard this on the DFS show, it's the same thing, so you can skip forward. But we are going to give away a couple things. Uh, there are two ways to win a couple things. Okay, the first way is to join the Nut Hut. Okay, if you haven't joined the Nut Hut, what are you doing? It's ten dollars a month, ninety dollars a year. Go to TourJunkies.com, click on Golby's Nut Hut, and join our private Discord server where twenty-four-seven. There are over 400 members in there chatting it up about golf, DFS, about betting on golf, about other sports, about random stuff, a lot of friends being made, a lot of lifetime friendships being made, a couple of enemies maybe being made as well. Um, but we have a great time. We share a lot of inside information over there. A lot of information that we get as media members are, is, is in there in the Caddy Info channel. It's a great thing. It's where we do our Wednesday night live chats, which we'll be doing this week where me and Pat, bomb Ben, uh, get in there and mix it up live and answer your questions live uh, in the Nut Hut about lineups, about betting, about whatever it is. The Nut Hut is where it's at. But one of the aspects of the Nut Hut that we don't talk enough about is the Listener League. Pat, you kind of help facilitate the Listener League, and I thank you for that. But the mm-hmm. Listener League is an invite-only DraftKings contest to Nut Hut members every single week. And if you win the contest each week, you get an entry into the finals. Or if you win a segment for total points, you also get an entry into the finals. And you say to yourself, what are the finals and why do I care? Well, whoever wins the finals, uh, which will be held at the Northern Trust in about 10 weeks uh, on August 19th, whoever wins the finals is going to win an all-expenses paid trip to either your choice, Augusta or Savannah, to play golf a couple times with me and Pat, to have some drinks, have some laughs, eat some good food, and just uh, get to know each other. It's gonna be a great time. TJ's gonna take care of it. Currently, there are 32 Nut hunters that have uh, made it to the finals, and there are uh, there's more people to come. So it could be you, okay? Right now, segment four is starting. So this week through the Wyndham 10 weeks, if you win segment four, you get an entry, or if you win a weekly tournament, you get an entry. So here's the deal we're gonna give away a massive TJ merch bundle to whoever finishes. Second place in this week's Nut Hut Listener League, not first place, because you're already going to win a free entry into the finals and may get a chance to come to Augusta or Savannah. No, if you finish second place, second place, if you're the Bubble Boy this week, so second place is
1: not the first loser in this case. No, no, actually, third place is actually, third yeah, place is. third place is the
0: first loser. So now, third place is the Bubble Boy. But if you finish second place this week in the Nut Hut Listener League, so you got to get in the Nut Hut to play. You're going to win a Tour Junkie's hat, a Tour Junkie's towel, a Tour Junkie's head cover, which is a pretty big deal. Those are like $55 on the internet. They're sweet head covers. You're going to win some coasters, some stickers, a ball marker, and, and, you ready for this, a a Siwoo Kim t-shirt. By the way, we sold out of all the Siwoo Kim t-shirts, but we've reordered. So you're going to win a Siwoo Kim t-shirt. It's the best-selling t-shirt we've ever done. If you missed out the first time, you can get in on it the second time. The Siwoo Kim t-shirts are coming back in the shop. Just give it a couple days. Check back. It'll be there. But the winner or the second place finisher in the Hut Listener League is going to get that as well. It's fantastic stuff. Now, there's a second way to win something this week for the U.S. Open. Second way. So you could, you could win both. Uh, we are going to draw a winner at random who goes on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, if you're still Pat's age uh Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star written review about the show. Why you like the show, why you love the show. Uh you're gonna you're gonna we're gonna draw one at random. Make sure you leave your Twitter or Instagram handle so that we can DM you if you win. That is if you don't do that, we cannot pick you to win. Okay. So leave your Twitter handle, your Instagram handle at the end of the review, and that's how we will notify you that you've won. The winner of that is going to win Pat's Driver, a tailor-made driver. It is used, okay? It does have a lot of marks on the toe, but the sweet spot and the heel are very clean. So clean. If, you, if you're a pure hitter Spotless. or you tend to hit it on the heel, it's going to have plenty of trampoline effects still in play, okay? You're going to win Pat's Driver and some merch. Not a full merch bundle, but you're going to win a little bit of merch. Pat, will throw that into you. It's going to be good stuff. I'm looking forward to it, Pat. We're going to pick some winners. It's going to be a good time. Uh, I am excited about the Nut Hut and the Listener League is popping in there. So there you go. Um, all right, Pat, let's get into Tory Pines, the golf course, and why don't you know? Why don't you talk about that and then kind of tell me your key takeaways from Paul Tosori? Okay.
1: Um, yes. So we are at Tory Pines Golf Course this week for the U.S. Open. It is the South Course. It is playing as a par seventy-one. Almost 7,650 yards. We've got 156 players in the field this week. Low 60 and ties will make the cut. You got Bermuda Fairways overseeded with rye. We have Kakuya rough this week. Something we don't typically see. Very nice. uh, With a little bit of rye in there as well. And it is thick. It is very thick. And we've seen some of that already on social media. You've got small greens compared to average tour greens out here. And you've got the typical West Coast Poana greens, those bumpy greens, and whatever else. Uh, in 2019, we did see a few renovations by Reese Jones, but basically it was just to kind of, you know, kind of spruce this place up for Reese, the U.S. You, Open. You and you. they changed a few bunkers around, and they, you know, added some tees and whatever else, just giving it a little more teeth for the U.S. Open. You've got seven par fours on this course, by the way that are 450 yards and over, so very long par 4s, and all the par 5s are playing over 560 yards. As we typically see in a U.S. Open, it is very imperative that you hit fairways this week, okay? Now, we saw with Bryson back at Wingfoot that he didn't, it didn't matter if you hit fairways because he just bombed it away. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you my first takeaway from Paul Tasori about that.
0: One. This is a good one.
1: Here, here in just a second yeah um but yeah so i do think um it is still important to be in the fairway this week and then you've got to be precise with your irons you know we mentioned small greens you know you got to hit these greens in the right spots in order to give yourself the best uh you know chance to make a birdie but look par has always been your friend in the u.s opens we always talk about that but for stats i'll look at course history a little bit I think uh, you know, it's something that it's it's probably gonna be a little bit of a tiebreaker for me. I mean, look, this is totally different than we see this course play in the winter at the farmers insurance, but still I'll look at course history a little bit. I'll look at form always, stroke skating the po- approach, driving accuracy, ball striking, long term stats on putting or putting on POA. And then bogey avoidance. We look at, you know, bogey avoidance is one of those things when you get in U.S. Opens, you got to have guys that, you know, don't make big numbers consistently. Uh, They're just, you know, pars, you know, they're making pars, birdies when they can. They're smart players, not getting themselves in a whole lot of trouble. But let's talk about takeaways here. The biggest one that Paul talked about, the first thing he talked about, because David and I had a debate on Bryson and what he did at Wingfoot, because he just bombed it so far to where when he got to a wedge, you know, it was just wasn't that whole you know big deal for him. Well, Paul mentioned this. He thinks the USGA is actually going to make the rough even higher in those longer landing spots off the tee, so these guys that are bombing it and it's not going to be as consistent. Tee to green with the rough, it's going to get a little thicker as they get closer to the green. Uh, I think that's going to be important not only off the tee, but also around the greens as well. So I think that's going to make scrambling uh, you know a little bit tougher. Uh, so I think scrambling is something that you could look at as well. Paul mentioned that also talking about cukuo grass. It's not something that they see very yeah. much uh, on tour. So it is. Uh, it's something that they're not used to. So I think you know, folks that uh, you know are just good scramblers in general around the greens. That'll help them um, because even no matter what the grass is, they tend to uh, do well there. Uh, now, Poa greens. He talked about that. Uh, I mean, they're going to be bouncy. He didn't. I think it was interesting that he said there's not really a whole difference in Poa greens between when they play a lot of these tournaments in the winter versus in the summer. Uh, I think that was interesting to me cause I wanted to know, I mean, like, cause we see that with a lot of grasses, they change between, uh, you know, the seasons and things like that, but not a whole lot of change. Still going to be a lot of, you know, bumpiness to those greens. Um, so there you go. I don't know what you, what you grabbed, you, you grabbed out of the Tesori interview. You can obviously go back and listen to the DFS show. We talked about this course a ton in that
0: show. So. Yeah, before I get to that, I do want to—this is what they call in the business kind of a tease. We're going to have we got a slightly new format to the betting show tonight coming up. We've got two ending segments tonight that you don't want to miss. The Let Them Hang prediction, that's a new one, and Just the Tip coming back at you tonight at the end of the betting show after we talk about our outright picks. I'm excited about that. I also need to tell people that, you know, we had Paul Tessori on, caddies for Webb Simpson. Webb typically will—you'll see Webb on TV— With white stuff on his face and if you wonder what that is that's sunscreen because he's always trying to fight off the sun which you should do if you play a lot of golf i would highly recommend it so if you're playing a lot of golf you are trying not to get cancer or you just got some dry skin maybe some acne scars maybe some wrinkles that you're trying to uh you know trying trying to get rid of uh you just want some healthier skin then there is a product out there for you that we've we started using here caldera lab it's called the good so our friends at caldera lab have produced this multifunctional face serum called The Good, which is an amazing name, by the way. Uh, and in just a few weeks, your skin can be smoother. It can be firmer. You know, you want it firm, right? Most things you want firm. Not a lot of things you think to yourself, I need that soft. I want that more squishy. Not a lot of stuff you, you really want that, uh, that to happen with, so you got to be careful there. Uh, they did an eight-week clinical trial proving that The Good works on all skin types. You can have a beard. You can be bald. You can have a dry scalp. And the good will keep it nice and shiny, man. But they got all kinds of stuff you can try. And the best part is you can try it 100% risk-free. And if you don't love it, they'll refund you in full. So if you're a Tour Junkies podcast listener, you can receive 20% off your first Caldera Lab purchase. Go to calderalab.com and use discount code TOURJUNKIES at checkout. That dot com, Caldera Lab. And use promo code TOURJUNKIES to get 20% off any, uh, anything you buy, which is fantastic stuff. I'm, I'm very excited about that. But yeah, uh, let's see. Takeaways from Paul. Very interesting. You know, we talked about Jason Gore now basically being in charge of the setup at the USGA. Former PJ Tour player, played for a long time. Jason Gore, great guy. Uh, and learning from Wingfoot. And I think you're right, man. You know, talking about basically saying like, okay, on a hole, if you hit a three wood and you miss the fairway, the rough is going to be a little shorter if you hit a driver and you miss the fairway, you're a little closer to the hole, the rough's going to be a little longer. So the closer you get to the hole, the, the, the longer and thicker and gnarlier this this rough is going to be, which is very interesting to me. I, di- I didn't think about that. I didn't hear any of that before we had Paul on the show. He said a lot of things. He talked a lot about Webb, about his neck injury, about his, uh, his, his last few weeks, about how he's feeling coming into this place. But he also talked a lot about Torrey Pines and about the greens and all that kind of stuff. So very interesting stuff. He, he, he definitely seemed to, uh, he also said, unlike Wingfoot, Tory Pines is kind of right there. Like it's kind of right there in front of you. Not a lot of dog legs, not a lot of twists and turns, which he said tend to lean more in the hands of your bomb and gouge players. So it seems like Tesori feels like Tory better than Wingfoot suits a guy that can hit it straight and wedge, hit really good wedges and and chip and putt. So that's interesting. That's very interesting. I mean obviously Web uh, uh, Torrey Pines is is a long golf course, but I don't know. I, th- I think I think the USGA does want to see a lot of different players and player types play well here. I want to go over some trends, Pat, because I, I, I noticed uh, some trends. I did some there's some research that I did that uh, you know I, I think I think is interesting to see um And I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up a graphic actually. So if you're watching on YouTube, you can you can check this out. These are DB's U.S. Open trends here. But if you if you look here, in the last ten U.S. Open winners, nine of them were in the top 25 in the world golf ranking. Eight of them played in at least three U.S. Opens. Why do you look so confused in this graphic? Uh, I I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, you're just like
1: really confused about these
0: trends. Yeah, maybe I am. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I do look confused. <laughs> I should, I should pick a
2: better uh, headshot where I'm, like, confident. Yeah. Um, anyway. Of the 10 winners, all had at least
0: one top 25 or better in a U.S. Open. Eight of them had a T12 or better in one of their previous three starts leading up to the U.S. Open, so some flash of form there with a T12 or better. This one I really thought was interesting. Seven... Of the last ten U.S. Open winners, had never won a major championship before. Thought that was a good one. Nine of the last ten had a PGA Tour victory on U.S. soil in their career. So just a few trends there to uh, to take note of here as we as we get into uh, as we get into Tory Pines. Um, listen, you can see a bunch of quotes from a bunch of different golfers lately that you know this place is not going to play at all like it does. In January, February, for the Farmers Insurance Open, I'm not looking at course history at the Farmers whatsoever. I, I get it. You said you're gonna do the the you know the tiebreaker situation. That's fine. I, I'm not gonna look at it at all honestly. Uh, I'm looking at bogey avoidance, which you mentioned. I think that's important. Strokes an approach around the green, off the tee, good drives. Um, I, I think all that's important. So, yeah, let's uh, let's get into this, man. Let's take let's take a look at some bets. Now we're gonna we're gonna do this a little different. Similar to the DFS show, we're going we're gonna to nail down some picks in certain ranges. And the first range is favorites up to 25 to 1. We're going to pick two favorites up to 25 to 1 on our, on our sports book options. And then one guy to stay away from in this range. Now, I will say before we get to this, Pat, there is a... I'm going to spring this on you. There's a head-to-head matchup already up on DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, now this is Saturday night. Basically the only thing up right now on a Saturday night is outrights and this one head-to-head matchup. DraftKings has Bryson DeChambeau and Brooks Kepka prop bets going on right now. Obviously, you got the whole you got the whole thing going on between these two guys, right? Uh, DK has Bryson at minus 120 and Brooks at minus 107. Bryson as your favorite in a head-to-head matchup. I think based on the DFS show, I would be correct in saying that we would both take the Brooks-Kepka side of this matchup, correct? Yeah, that's correct for me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I think, uh, listen, I I think Bryson is very much a beta compared to Brooks, even though we've seen some beta Brooks behavior lately after the PGA. But I I think Brooks comes in here, we we talked about this on the DFS show, like, Brooks doesn't give two rips about the tournament that shall not be named that's going on at Congaree right now where he missed the cut just barely. Uh, I, I don't think he cares. Obviously, he just wanted to see what's up. He said the knee feels fine. He's ready to go. This is a U.S. Open. This is Brooks territory. And um, I think he would want nothing more than to pummel Bryson in this event. So I, I think all the smart money should go on, on Brooks here in this matchup at 107.
1: I'm with you there i I don't have anything else to add. I think that that Brooks is the man in that matchup i am I'm all
0: over that, so yeah, all right, so who are your two favorite outright bets um uh, in this up to up to twenty five to one so it can be twenty five to one or shorter who do you like well, I think you know i'm
1: I typically am like you. I don't like to bet guys too short, but if I'm going to be kind of pinned into a couple bets underneath 25 to one odds, I'm going to start with Brooks at 14 to one. And there's a lot of guys here okay. at 14 to one. That's kind of a a little bit of a sweet spot. And maybe you need to, you know, if you're going to take a shorter odds guy, you just got to kind of plant your flag there. Like we talk about in DFS, but I like Brooks at 14 to one. I will take him. We know he is just like a big game hunter loves to, you know, he comes to play in majors and I saw a a lot of positive things this past week at the tournament that shall not be named. He actually hit, like, what you saw on TV, I don't know. If you didn't see him hitting the ball well on TV, I don't know what you were watching. Because he actually, you know, in practices leading up to the tournament, I saw him hit the ball extremely well. I watched him for nine holes. I think he had three or four birdies in those nine holes. Played well, was very relaxed. Nothing looked wrong with his knee or anything like that. So I just don't see it. I think he, you know, I don't think, I think he was just, re- I mean, he was doing exactly what he said for this tournament. He was just working on some things. You know, I-, I really do think he purposely missed a cut. I mean, there were some putts that he missed. I'm not kidding. Like, I was like, was he just like aiming to a point to see if he could like hit? There was a bug to the left of the hole. And he was like, "All right, I'm gonna see if I can hit this ladybug or something." He, like, I I just don't think he was even trying.
2: <laughs> like, well,
0: hey, hey, hey Ricky, hey, Ricky Elliott, it's caddy. Hey, Ricky, watch this. I'm I'm gonna hit that uh uh I'm I'm gonna hit that cicada right up the ass right here on this push. <laughs> yeah, um, no, he's... so in, in the chat right now, Kevin Calibro says something that's interesting. Yeah, it's very true. He gained strokes tee to green. He couldn't putt. and he said after the round, he just couldn't figure out the speed um okay he uh yeah brooks didn't care he was also at the logan paul floyd mayweather fight like two nights before do you know how bad you you have to not care to go to the youtube versus washed up boxer fight You, you you know how bad you have to not care to do that he doesn't care but Brooks is going to show up at the U.S. Open ready to get another trophy to add to well,
1: the- let, me tell, let me let me, let me, here's where it actually, I should have known. Or any, like I should have, this should have been the information that I gave out to the Nut Hut. I'm leaving on Wednesday. I'm going to, so there's a little, there's a place where you walk just outside the clubhouse to get on the little shuttle here. This place is like, I mean, it, it is just, it's crazy. It's a cool place. And here comes Jenna walking down this gravel road. So if anybody doesn't know Jenna. That is uh, Brooks's girlfriend walking down this gravel road by herself. And my, me and my dork ass self, I'm like, Hey, tell Brooks good luck this week. And I swear <laughs> to God, I think she's like, like she knows who I am. First off, like, Oh, some random just said to tell you good luck. But I swear, I think she rolled her eyes. I swear there there was a, there was an eye roll and kind of like, yeah, okay. And that's really how she said it, like almost like, all right, we we're just like, we're not going to be here for the weekend, so you're just wasting your
0: time. And, and Jenna uh-huh. kind of, like, she kind of knows, I
1: would say whatever, Marcus. I don't she, care.
0: Jenna kind of knows us a little bit, right? Yeah, she does. I mean, she's worn our T-shirt and put it on her yes, Insta story. Yes.
1: <clears throat> so, anyway, I probably should have known then, but look, yeah. Brooks is fine. I like Brooks uh, this week at 14 to 1. Uh, that's a long answer to why I like him at 14 to
0: 1. Tell Brooks and to have then, a good week. <laughs> uh, <sighs>
1: and then i'm gonna go with uh i'm gonna leave somebody for you because i think you're gonna go with this guy and i'm just gonna i'm gonna let this let this one go so i'm gonna go with xander at 18 to 1 also i like it i like xander he's 18 to 1 on points but he's a little bit shorter i think on some other books um but i like him there look he's gonna be chalky and if you're playing dfs and whatever else but at 18 to 1 i think those are good odds for him if we're looking at just Shorter odds than 25-1. to 1. The guy grew up out here, West Coast guy. You know, has all the tools to win this tournament.
0: Uh, so I like him 18-1. to 1. There you go. On the Bryson-Brooks bet, I, I looked at a couple things here that I, I'll reference later. Strokes gained in the U.S. Opens total. Bryson's played in six U.S. Opens. Okay? He's gained almost 34 strokes gained total. Brooks has played in one more, seven. He's gained 75 strokes gained total. More than double what Bryson's gained. They're both about the same in ball striking over the last couple months. Bryson putts a little better on Poa. Brooks is better around the greens. Both iron plays pretty good. Bryson's iron play is not as good lately. Uh, Bryson finished T38 at the PGA. Brooks finished T2. I think that's a clear take the Brooks at minus 107 bet. Um, All right, my two favorites here in 25 to 1 or shorter, I'm going to start with Colin Morikawa, who you can get at 22 to 1 on points bet as of now. Um, Mm -hmm. I did not mention him on the DFS show, but I know you did. T8 at the the PGA, but the most astonishing thing with Colin Morikawa is the ball striking over the last two months. He is number one in this entire field in ball striking, strokes gained, ball striking over the last two months. That would be strokes gained off the tee plus strokes gained approach. He's the only player higher than 36 strokes gained, and he's gained 40. 40 strokes off the tee and in approach over the last two months. It is insane. Obviously, all you're looking for him to do is putt better than he has been, but uh, he's a California kid. He's quite familiar with POA. He's quite familiar with putting on this golf course. I think Colin Morikawa at 22-1. to 1. You better take him now on points bet before it gets shorter. The next play for me is Patrick Cantlay. I love That's him.
1: what I knew you were going to go there. That's why I saved him for you. you. I saved some Cantlay for
0: you. Thank you for that. He is actually 25-1 to 1 on both DK and points bet. By the way, if you're in a state where it is legal to sign up for one of these sports books, you can go to tourjunkies.com check out our sportsbooks page. We do have promo offers for points, bet and DraftKings. You can, you can click on any one of those offers and redeem those. Um, and we'd love for you to do that. That would help us out too. That'd make us look good. So I uh, can't lay at 25 to one. I love, listen, I, I just, I love can lay period. The ball striking is back. He's checking the box there. He, he puts good on POA. He checks the box around the green, checks the box in approach it plays, you know, played okay. in us opens, um, I just love Patrick Cantlay. He's, he's just, he's killing it. I think this is definitely a course for the Cali kid to take down his first major championship. Uh, it's 25. I gotta give you credit too, because you mm-hmm. started getting back onto
1: him after he had a few really bad weeks. Was it the PGA where you,
0: you brought him up? and He and, had four you know... missed cuts, and I talked him up for the PGA. I believed in him, yeah. man. I believe in him. He's a world-class player. He's an elite ball striker. When you get a kid like that, at these longer numbers, I think, I think you got to jump on it. Now we do have a stay away player in this field, in this range, the 25 to one or shorter range. And my stay away player is Jordan Spieth at 14 to one on both DraftKings and, uh, and points bet. I mean, there's a couple of guys at 14 to one. I I'd take all of them over Jordan Spieth. I don't, I'm not buying Jordan Spieth, he lacks pop in the bat that I, I, I would prefer it, Torrey. I'm not saying you have to have it, but he does lack distance. Since the Masters, he is on a downward trend in strokes gained approach, which I don't like. That's integral here. Poa is his worst putting surface. Fairways gained. Good drives gained. Two stats on Fantasy National. He is outside the top 50 in both over the last 24 rounds. So, I mean... If you're if you're not hitting fairways, you better be long. He's not doing either, Jordan Spieth, and his U.S. Open record since his win in 2015 has been not good whatsoever. At 14 to one, I would take anyone else at 14 to one over Jordan Spieth. I would rather have John
2: Rom at 10 to one on points bet over the, over Jordan Spieth. Hmm. Okay. Well. I I actually like Jordan
1: so I don't like that play at all and I will go in that same like we talked about I mentioned this with the 14 to 1 range um there's a lot of folks here uh Brooks all a lot of um and a lot of big names for me DJ is the stay away play is a stay away play I think this week you know we're getting a little bit of uh maybe a, a you know some false confidence here uh with what DJ's doing so although today wasn't that great for him. But um I'm not sold on DJ and I don't want to pay for him at 14 to 1. So uh I mean I think the odds are okay. I mean that's probably what they should be, but uh not going to waste my money there. So
0: DJ for me is the stay away. Yeah, I get that. All right let's get let's kick it down to the mid-range 26 to one to seventy five to one. Kind of this mid-tier here. Man, there's a lot of names. There's a lot of names here. This is tough because you got some names here that, that are in the shorter, like shorter than twenty-five to one range on some books, but they're longer in others. I will tell you right now, as of Saturday night, recording this, PointsBet is offering better numbers in this short to mid range. Um, they're they're just flat out offering. Actually, they're offering better numbers all around. But man, it changes week to week. It's a it's a great reason that you need to have multiple books because some weeks DK just kills it. Some weeks PointsBet kills it. Right now. A lot of my picks on points bet are better here on a Saturday night. Um, yeah, And so Wes, Wes Bearden on, on the YouTube chat is asking about these T-shirts, man, these T-shirts are long gone. We, we, we This we, was like a one-off. This we only was made in like a, a Ryder Cup. Yeah, it was just for the Rider Cup. And Ryder, we made yeah, Rider Cup 2016. They're, they've been gone. I don't even I, I literally had to wipe dust off of the collar. And then yeah, me and Pat shirt. showed up wearing the same shirt. Amazing. Um, by the way, if you're watching on YouTube, please comment. That helps, that helps the show. It helps push the show to the recommended videos on YouTube, and it helps us out. You can comment, uh, where, what side are you taking on that Bryce and Brooks head-to-head? You can comment. Uh, if you watch the Paul Tesori video, um, what do you think your favorite takeaways are from Paul Tesori? Comment that. Comment anything. Just comment. All right, Pat, where are you going in this twenty six to one to seventy five to one range? Man, how many picks do I have to do for this one? Uh three.
1: Three. Okay. So I'm just gonna this is like the DFS show. I'm just gonna start every range. Um, okay. Oh I'm gonna start okay. with Patrick Reed at thirty to one. Love some Patrick Reed. On this points week. now. On points bet.
0: He's thirty to one. He's shorter. Yeah. Yeah, he's much shorter on draft
1: yeah, but he's thirty to one on points bet. Now you mentioned you aren't you aren't looking at history, but he did win this tournament uh, back earlier this year at the Farmers and Insurance uh, Open, or Farmers Insurance, not Farmers <laughs> and Insurance. Anyway, <laughs> okay, whatever. Patrick Reed, I like all him this week. I mean, you look at his stroke scan approach, top thirty in the field, always a great scrambler, top forty in ball striking. Um, top ten and putting on Poanna greens. I mean, everything about Patrick Reed makes a whole lot of sense, and I'll take him at thirty to one. And then the next play for me is going to be Louis Oosthuizen
0: at fifty one. Louis. What if we could just call him Louis?
1: I'll call him Louis. I'll call him whatever. Louis. I say all kinds of things. Yeah, that's like true. that. Um. Anyway, look, this guy is uh. You know, he comes to play in majors. Top 25 in the field in strokes gained approach. Top 40 in ball striking. 11th in bogey avoidance. 11th in strokes
2: gained around the greens. Top 10 in putting on. Uh-oh. Do we lose Pat? Here we go. We lost. We lost Pat. Is he gone? Okay. All right. We lost Pat. So that's cool.
0: It's only a U.S. Open, Pat. So don't worry about it. I'll just. Uh, I'll take it from here. Here we go. I do like. I do like Louis Ussatan. Oh, okay. So Pat just notified us that his power has gone out in Savannah. Thunderstorms. Praise God. That's awesome. Here we go. Jukin and Jiven here on the tour junkies podcast if he comes back on great if he doesn't you get an earful of db and i gotta be honest with you i've been drinking a lot of casamigos so here we go all right uh in this mid-range i do i do like the uh the patrick reed and the louis hazen play i like a lot of guys here honestly it's a lot
2: of it's a lot of fun in this mid-range i think i think tony finow what if tony finow just
0: Wins his first like real PGA Tour event and it's a major.
2: You know, I think it could happen.
0: Tony Finau, where he be now, does a lot of things quite well. He's got a good U.S. Open track record. T 8 at the PGA Championship, um, checks a box putting on Poa. One of the best around the green players in the field, and a lot of people don't think about that. Checks a box with his irons, hits it plenty long. I think Finau just. 33-1 to one on points bet. He's much shorter than that on DraftKings. I think you need to jump on Fiena on points bet right now. I think that number's only getting shorter. Then I'm going with Shane Lowry, the Irishman. Dude, I would be so bold. I would be so bold as to say Shane Lowry, I would bet, is top Irishman over uh, a guy named Rory McIlroy. I think Shane Lowry, he is playing so good right now, Um He's one of the best scramblers in the field. The iron play has been solid. He doesn't get himself in a lot of trouble off the tee. Let me let me find Shane. Lowry. T four at the PGA. T sixth at the Memorial. If you look at uh, if you look at some of the key stat categories for Shane Lowry, let me let
2: me just pull this up. In the last twenty four rounds, you ready for this? At sixty to one. He is 13th in
0: strokes gained approach, 8th in strokes gained around the green, 16th in, str- in uh, good drives gained, and 8th in bogey avoidance. I think Shane Lowry is a stud here. He's an open champion champion. Okay. Um, so, you know, he can close the door. He's one of the best scramblers in this field. Maybe the best, honestly. Now, Poa is not a surface he's probably really familiar with. Okay. No, no big deal. It, you know, MBD, MBD, as the kids say. So I like Shane Lowry at sixty to one, and then a, a guy that I do think Pat also likes because we talked about him on the DFS show. But Jason Kokrak at seventy to one, just just right there below uh, Shane Lowry. I mean, you know, I talked about some of the trends, right? I mean, this guy just won a golf tournament, and he's seventy to one. He just won the Charles Schwab. Apparently the books are not smoking the Kokrak because they're a seventy to one. Like really, <laughs> seventy to one for Jason Kokrak, who 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 won a strong field event last year in the fall. Okay, and just won the Schwabie. Not not too bad. His putting on Poa is trending nicely when you look at the uh, you look at the rolling report on Fantasy National. He puts better and better on Poa. His irons are immaculate he's a long hitter that can club down and putt really well like he did and strike it really well off the tee uh like he did the charles schwab in the last 24 rounds 18th on approach eighth off the tee seventh in bogey avoidance and he's confident as ever like 70 to one jason Kokrak can easily win this golf tournament
2: i think you know and seven of the last 10 winners had never won a major okay never won a major Dude, I'm telling you. Kograk and Lowry are not getting any longer.
0: They're not getting any longer. So if you don't bet them now, if you're listening to this early and they're still there, you need to to jump on that right now. Um, Marcus Griffin in the chats, I love this, uh, talking about Shane Lowry, the Irish legend. Everybody see the leprechaun, say yeah! I freaking love that. I mean, that's just one of the best videos ever. If you don't even like how could you not know that video, the leprechaun video? It's just the best in Alabama. All right. Um, so pass not here still. So I don't know what's going on there. I mean, he at this point he could be uh you know, he could be building a fire and possibly like with Flint, or um he could be uh, you know, um what could he be doing? He could be trying to find the uh, like the wind up radio that a relative gave him at Christmas one time that he thought he would never use. He's probably trying to look for that. He probably doesn't have a flashlight prepared. Um, a lot of other things, his wife probably pissed at him because the power went out and she can't finish her movie. His wife's just get pissed and stuff like that. All right, let's talk the long range here. So 75 to one or longer uh, up to 125 to one. All right. I got a couple names here that I I freaking love. I've, Freaking love. Two guys, both at 100 to 1. The first one, here we go. Siwoo, shaking that ass, shaking that ass, shaking that ass. God, I, I mean, our sweet South Korean prince, Siwoo Kim. Uh, the t shirts sold out faster than we ever would have imagined. We reordered some. So if you missed the Siwoo rick Flair t shirts, they're going back in the shop. You can pre order those shortly. Be on the lookout. But Siwoo Kim, he's gonna care because it's a major. He just came off a top 10. He hits it a long way, scrambles really well. I think Si is definitely a play here at 100 to 1 on points bet. Hey, Pat. Hey, buddy. Nope, nope, not here yet. Okay. Uh Siwoo is in play for sure. I love him. And then Max Homa, the California kid coming off a great finish in his most recent uh, his most recent event at the Memorial, a T6. Okay, he's been kind of hit or miss, right? But now you get him in his home state of California, Torrey Pines. He won in California earlier. I think he won the, uh, he won the Genesis, didn't he? I think he won the Genesis. We had him. I know that. Uh, the scrambling is improving if you look at the trends. His putting on POA, very solid. His iron play, even with the miscuts cuts in play, has been very solid. He's 30th in the field in the strokes can approach checks the box off the tee, good drives gained, doesn't make a ton of bogeys. The scrambling is a little sus, but that's it. Everything else is good. He's 100 to 1. He's one in California in a tough field. Max homa could do this at 100 to 1. I love it. Uh are you with us now, Pat? Nope. Okay. Pat's still not here. He's only here in in uh if you're if you're watching on YouTube, he's here. If you're listening, he's not here. He can't figure it out technical difficulties, Pat which is very common. That's very, very common. Okay, now I'm going to move to... Uh, now, listen. Now, top 20 bets are not out yet. The numbers aren't out yet, but I think Siwoo and Homa is where you
2: start to look at top 20s. I think that's where you kind of start. You start taking a, a peek. Is Pat here now? Nope. No Pat still? No Pat. Okay. Good God. Professional operation. I'm going to take a sip of my tequila. I have many tequilas in. Yeah, what's producer Sam doing? What are you even doing, Sam? All right.
0: Long shots. Bombs. Over 125 to 1. And I'm about to give you... I'm going to give you one, like, kind of bomb. But then I'm about to give you, like, two massive bombs that I honestly, in my heart of hearts, I'm not even kidding you. Belief could shock
2: the world and win this golf tournament. Oh, are you there, Pat? I hear breathing. Are you there? You can probably hear me. I can hear you. You can't hear me? I can hear you through, a, not through my
1: headphones, but now I can hear you through, like, the actual computer.
2: Oh, God.
0: Okay.
1: Um. I don't know what there, there, that's probably going to cause some issues, but whatever.
0: Uh, some shocker. Sound issues, but it's shocker. God, man. Okay. Well, when your power goes out in the middle of a show, that's that that can happen. So. All right. Well, you sound all right right now. I don't know. I, I'm going to go, and you keep working on it.
2: All right.
0: <clears throat> Three bombs. I got over 125 to one. The first one, and I hate to say this because I think people who listen to the show regularly are going to roll their eyes, but. He's 150-1, to people. And it's Matt Wallace. I know I keep talking about Matt Wallace, but he... Oh, God. He is top. He is so good in all the stat categories. 20th in approach. 25th around the green. 26th in good drives gained. 23rd in bogey avoidance. Did you hear me? Did you hear me? That's in the last 24 rounds in this field. The approach play. Is improving over the last 12, 12 to eight rounds. The around the green play is very good. Uh, the putting on Poa has improved since he's last putted on Poa.
2: He's one hundred and fifty to one. Matt Wallace, that's pretty good. All right, the next two are total bombs. Um, they're they're they're
0: long, 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 long shots. Okay. All right, the first one is at. Oh, maybe I shouldn't do that. All right, three hundred to one, Brendan Steele at six. Uh, three hundred to one. Yeah, on points bet. Okay, he's not even offered on DraftKings. He's coming off a thirty-seventh place finish at the Memorial. He's a California boy, hits the ball a freaking mile. Okay, he's a PGA Tour winner. Uh, not a bad scrambler. Irons, despite the poor, the poor, some of the poor recent play, the irons are actually trending nicely. Puts best on POA. Brendan Steele is a, is, a, is a steal. 300 to 1 for a PGA Tour winner in California, and he's a Cali kid. Like, he's, a, he's a great option. okay? And then the, the last pick I'm going to give you is Wyndham Clark at 500 to 1. West Coast boy, mm-hmm. top 20 at the Charles Schwab, um, hits it a mile, puts it like none other, uh, top 10 around the green play. Just can't hit an iron. My God, man, hit an iron. Just learn to hit an iron. But but 500 to 1? So obviously, Clark and Steele are auto top 20 bets for me. Whatever the number comes out to, likely longer than 5 to 1, I'm sure. Those are auto top 20 bets for me. So that's it. Pat, real quick, are you there? Are you there, Pat?
1: Yeah, I think, can you hear me? Yes, can I, hear can. Me? I can. I can. Okay, all right. So, um let me start with uh I'll, I'll screw the 26 to 1 to 75 to 1 bets. You got Chef or you got uh Patrick Reed that I said Usti I said and then everything, you know, went away. Uh but I'm with you on co correct there. I like uh by the way, Adam Scott is 100 to 1 still on points bet and he's like way shorter than that on uh some other books that I've seen. Harris English is 100 to 1 on points bet. I think he's another guy. Like, what? It's not like Harris English went away. He's playing good at the tournament this week, the one we're not talking about. But it's not like I mean, like, it,
0: like how come Harris English is all of a sudden like not a good play? I just don't think a he's Georgia boy Web- baptized and sprinkled in Bermuda is going to win a major championship on Poa. I just I can't see it. Baptized
1: and sprinkled in Bermuda. Well, could you see it in Webb Simpson? He
0: won on, on Poa. He is a Southern boy. He doesn't boy. feel as Southern to me as Harris English, who played, just cause, I, I guess just because he played for the dogs. By the way, speaking of grasses and, uh, you know, and green, greenery, I know a lot of folks out there are trying to eat better. You know, they might be trying to eat some green. They might be trying to do some meal planning, stuff like that. I've been doing it for the last year or so, lost some weight. HelloFresh is helping me do that. They cut out all that stressful meal planning. I tried to do it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't buy the containers. I couldn't portion out the stuff because it was annoying. It took too much time. So HelloFresh can help me get it done. You get fresh pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door, man. It's easy, okay? And it's 28% cheaper than shopping at your grocery store. And 72% cheaper than eating out at a restaurant, Pat. 72% cheaper. That's a lot of percents cheaper. So I'm pumped about that. HelloFresh is doing it, man. They are America's number one meal kit. If you go to HelloFresh.com slash TourJunkies12 and use code TourJunkies12, you get 12 free meals and free shipping. So the Tour Junkies and HelloFresh are helping feed your ass 12 times. And it's, guess what? And it's healthy stuff, and it's delicious stuff. I just had the bulgogi meatballs, man. And I don't know if you know about bulgogi, but bulgogi is good, okay? It's delectable. And they can do breakfast, lunch, dinner, HelloFresh knocks it all out of the park. America's number one meal kit. So go to hellofresh.com slash tourjunkies12. Use code tourjunkies12. Get 12
2: free meals plus shipping. But yeah, um... I, okay, Harris English, I don't think he's going to win this golf tournament, but okay. Okay, a few more I'll give you and I'll leave it with that. Uh, By the way, Tesori even mentioned. Go ahead, sorry. Tesori even mentioned Brant Snedeker. He's at 150 to 1. Puts
1: extremely well, and Poa Oof. has been playing, you know, okay lately um went on a run by the way at the tournament uh that we shall not name to make the cut
0: um brand snedeker did you just say Brand you know? yeah um by the way me and you can pat, win the us open you never know by the way me and pat did have a bet that i think people should know about it's the best friends oh, bet yeah. it's the justin thomas versus jordan spieth bet do you just want me to not give the rest of my picks? No, I do, I do, I do. Gonna... I just keep thinking of things we need to tell the, these people in case they didn't watch the DFS show. I have Justin Thomas. He has Jordan Spieth. Best finished position. Loser is going to have to get a body part waxed live on the podcast by their wife on the Open Championship podcast. So whenever the Open comes around in a few weeks, you can, you can make sure you mm-hmm.
2: check that out. Watch us get a body part waxed. JT versus Jordan, the best friend's bet. I'm excited. Okay. Um anyway, um Kevin Strillman,
1: hundred and fifty to one. Don't mind that. Guy's just been solid all year. And uh, you know, we made fun of him because he had the chance to win the PGA championship. Uh if you check our Instagram and our Twitter feeds and all that kind of stuff, and you know, he didn't win it, but still had a chance on Sunday and has still been playing well even uh since then. And then lastly, Robert McIntyre at
0: two hundred to one. Dang. Okay, awesome. Robbie Mack. So there you go. Robbie Mack. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I don't mind the Stroman pick. That's interesting. Who are your long shot bets? Let me, like, mine, I, I was out of the picture when you... Mine played. were Matt Wallace, Brennan Steele, and Wyndham Clark. <sighs> you love Wyndham Clark. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I do like Wyndham. Uh, I hate Steele. Yeah. I Wallace, I think, is overplayed at this point. God, I know. Playoffs. I keep playing Matt Wallace, but he's 150-1. to 1. I can't stop. 151, I can't stop. Okay, uh, now we have two remaining segments of the night, and then we're going to button this bad boy up. This one is a new one. We're calling Let Them Hang Predictions, and I want to challenge our listeners, okay? we got some listeners out there that maybe dabble in uh, doing some graphic design. You know, you may dabble. And if you want to do a a graphic design for the Let Them Hang prediction of the week you should do that and if it's great and we like it you can send it to us and we'll put it on the show and uh, give you some cred for it but we, we new thing let them hang so a bold prediction obviously this is a bold prediction we're likely to be wrong but of all the predictions where we are likely to be wrong we're thinking that this one is more likely to happen okay so a, a let them hang betting prediction, one from each of us. We're going to do this every week on the podcast. Um, it's, it's exciting. So submit your let them hang graphics uh, for the let them hang predictions of the
2: week. This is somebody that we've not talked about, Pat. Oh yeah. By the way, um, make sure your let them
0: hang prediction or your let them hang graphic is something that won't get us kicked off of YouTube. Okay. Like, don't send us a picture of your actual testicles. Well, your nuts, you know you're, Don't send us a picture of that. Don't yeah, please. Don't, don't overlay don't your, your actual nutsack over something over a tour junkies. This is not an invite to that. I don't even
1: if you think it's an invite for something like, what's wrong with you, first off,
0: yeah, like you need to reevaluate what, when you think what you think an invite is. Yeah, Wes Bearden in the chat says, just use the BYU track athlete from today. Yes, that guy, that guy went viral. <laughs> that guy went viral today. Okay, okay. I missed
2: that. Even Paige...
0: Go... Now I'm going to have to, like... <laughs> I'm going to check that out afterwards. Even Paige sporanic tweeted about it. Um, I This is a guy check
1: that... it out, but now I got to. I don't want to even want to check that out. It sounds like something uh, I do not look... want to see.
0: Are you looking up a guy's nuts right now? God, dude. No, I'm just saying, like, y'all are... Okay, yeah, you're looking them up. Well, you saw it. Producer Sam. Sam producer Sam's, Sam's looking, it, looking up. it up. Hey, if you find it, uh, screenshot it, share the picture. Um, okay, this is a guy that we've not talked about. Dude, we didn't talk about him on the DFS show. just told
1: people not to show their nuts. And I know. Now you're saying, hey, if you... I
0: know. We didn't talk about this guy on the DFS show. We haven't talked about him uh, thus far on the betting show, and he's a popular name,
2: and he hasn't come up yet. Here we go. This is a big risk here, dude. I just, this is a big risk. But when I was looking at it, I was like, you know what? (laughs) If I'm a gambler, I'm going to get some good odds on this. I believe that Corey Connors, there's a name. Hey, I believe that Corey Connors is not the top Canadian in this field. Corey Connors, the ball-striking man, the menace of ball-striking, the menace
0: of ball-striking, the Canadian killer, Corey Connors, who I normally love, okay? There are only three other Canadians in this field, which is a little scary. Who are they? They're people Who are the that. the other Canadians. They're people that suck, frankly. Uh, Adam Hadwin, Mackenzie Hughes. Oh, okay. And Taylor Pendrith, who's a corn fairy tour player. Now, I like Taylor Pendrith. And
1: you're not going to. You're going to say. This is letting them hang. You're dragging them across the, the bottom of the YouTube floor.
2: Letting my nuts hang. Letting my nuts hang.
0: Oh, they're hanging low. Corey Connors is not top Canadian. Woo!
1: Yeah, I don't think he's. Have gonna... you seen that gif with the guy that like get, grabs his balls over the fire and like starts? <laughs> like actually, Ben, or chalk bomb Ben, is
0: a big one on that. Yeah. On that gif, mm. uh, you're doing a little bit of that right, All right now. So this is more about fading Corey Connors than it is about the other Canadians. Obviously, I mean, because it's not a strong contention. I mean, he's one of four. And then the other three are Hadwin, Hughes, and Pendrith, okay? This is more of an indictment on Corey Connors. He missed a cut in his in his two US Open appearances in 2020 and 2017. His worst putting surface is POA, and he sucks on POA, okay? He's Sergio Garcia. I mean, I'm I'm saying he sucks at putting, period. He's Sergio Garcia level bad at putting. Now he comes to a worst surface. Okay, POA. Um, A worst or a worst? His worst. I don't know, man. What the, what the, I don't know. It's 10.15, I've been drinking a whole <laughs> bottle of tequila. Uh, You know, when you look at difficult golf courses, he's okay. But, like, he's done well at the Masters. But when you look at, like, the Open Championship, he's only played in one. He missed the cut there. This is going to be a tough course, right? In the PGA Championship, Most recently, finished seventeenth, not bad. Before that, missed cut and a t sixty four. So really, when you combine his U.S. Opens, his Open Championship, and his three PGAs, his best finish was a seventeenth. Other than that, he's got four missed cuts and a sixty fourth. And then the approach play is actually trending the wrong way. His irons are going the wrong direction. When you look out at long term form and start looking towards. Short-term form, the irons are going the wrong direction, and he sucks at putting and he sucks around the green. But now sucks around the green is not a big deal for Corey Connors typically because he's just so good at hitting greens. But if he misses these small greens at Tory Pines, he's screwed. So I'm just gonna, uh, you know, if you would give me money on Hadwin, Hughes, and Pendrith versus Corey Connors, I get all
2: three. I would take those three. There you go. There's my let them hang prediction of the week. Hmm. All right. Well, I will make mine quick. My let them hang
0: prediction involves a oh, oh my oh goodness. dang look at, mean, at that man that we were going to that go man's got room. his uh his that was like a uh some bubble gum hanging out at the bottom of
2: his shorts right there the BYU guy dude that's some uh mm. that's a Mormon uh that that's a that's a Mormon. Leather right there, Mormon leather. Praise God! I don't even know what you were talking about. Where did you come up with that? Aren't, aren't the BYU people it Mormon? like a, a, a like a like a, a an acorn or
0: something? Yeah, that was a little uh, that anyway, was like dove, um, that was like a dove breast hanging out at the bottom of his uh, above, bottom of his shorts right there. Uh, um, but Paige Sporanic talked about that. Can you imagine? She did did she like that acorn? she tweeted about it. I don't know if she said she liked it but she mm. tweeted about it. Page panicked did. Can you imagine tweeting Page Frank tweeting about your nuts?
2: Like that's a lot of clout. You'd get a lot of Twitter followers off that. Yeah. Um All right, here's mine. Here's my Let them hang. There is a top player in the world who has missed the cut at
1: the Masters. He has also missed the cut at the PGA Championship. And I think we're going to get the trifecta this week. The number one player in the world, Dustin Johnson, is going to miss his third straight cut in a major. Oh, wow. Wow. Third straight. That is that is my let him hang prediction. Dustin Johnson, I know he's playing well this week. I don't care. I think he misses the cut this week. So let, let's... I mean, uh, that's what we're
0: trying to do here. Yeah, yeah. It's a bold prediction. So let's take a look at what DJ's doing. Right now, it's Saturday night. He is eight under, tied for third. Uh, there's a delay. He's through his 17th hole. Let's take a look at the stats. This week, he is eight in strokes getting off the tee, gaining 3.6 strokes. He doesn't thir- surprise me. 35th in approach, gaining 1.5. 10th around the green, gaining 2.89. 26 and putting 2.24 like it's not that
2: terrible i don't know it's kind of interesting no he he has certainly got it back a little bit this week but i, I think it's gonna i don't know i have he been asked to make a bold a little, call and he does seem a little off
1: wouldn't it be crazy though seriously for the number one play in the world to miss the cut in three straight majors after he won the masters even though it was a fall masters and all that i get it but he's going to miss the cut at the Masters, the US o- or the PGA Championship, and then the U.S. Open. That'd be pretty. I mean, I don't know it, if that has ever happened.
0: It would be if it weren't for if it weren't DJ because you know DJ's like, oh hell yeah, I won the Masters. Like I'm I'm good. Just I don't care now. Just let me, just let me, you know, do my thing and do Paulina and be done. But yeah, I mean, it's a bold prediction. I don't know that it's as—I don't even know that that's as bold as Connor's being the worst Canadian. Like, I,
2: I, I think feel, that is bold. Like, I feel better you about yours I like, than
0: I do Connor's.
2: Yeah, but I believe it. I—I—I—I I, 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 I think it could happen. I think it could happen. you got to believe. I mean, like we—we've been. Uh, you got to believe in your prediction. Yeah. All right. Um. Even if it's as bold as it is. Praise
0: God. That's let them hang predictions of the week. Excited about it. Uh, Now we're going to button this bad boy up with one of our favorite segments that we've done. We're going to keep doing this for a few weeks. It is just the tip brought to you by the Mm. tour junkies. And it's just a little tip. You know what I mean? It's a tip that could help you in daily fantasy. It's a a tip that could help you in betting, you know, wagering on golf. This week, our boy Pat Perry is going to bring you his tip. You're going to get Pat's tip in you, in your ears this week. And then here's, <laughs> here's my tip. Here's my tip. If you'll
1: accept it, can I give you just a tip? Okay. I promise nothing else. I promise nothing else is going to happen. I'm just giving you the tip. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're going to be okay.
2: Cool. <clears throat> okay. All right. <laughs>
1: This one's betting related, by the way. This week, Oh, good. betting related—just a tip—and uh, actually live betting related. So live um, betting. You know, a lot of what we, a lot of what we talk about leading up to uh, the tournaments are, uh, you know, they're they're pre-tournament betting. We're getting those kind of odds, matchups, whatever else. I like to do a little bit of live betting, or as some folks like to say, in-game betting. Ooh. We can do that for golf as well. Um, so that basically means the tournament has started and we've got some data, we've got some finishing positions, we've got whatever else that change, obviously, once the tournament has started. And I think you can get a little bit of value depending on when and where you want to, uh, place a little, uh, in game or live betting wagers. One is, uh, you know, after the first round. You get a good, you get, let's just say we'll, we'll bring DJ it back into the fold here. Okay. We'll, we'll bring good DJ. Let's just say he's eight to one. He's a favorite pre-tournament. And then after the first round doesn't have a great round, but, uh, he's maybe three or four shots back, especially like a U.S. open where anything can happen. We know about like, that's why I think live and in-game betting is even better in golf because so much can happen. I mean, one hole, you could make a seven, you make a triple on a par four. You know the leader makes a triple, every, brings everybody back in the field. If he's up by four or five or whatever, I mean, it I mean, there's so much can change hole by hole, round by round in golf. So let's just say you get a DJ. He's the favorite at eight to one. Goes off on a Thursday, has a so-so or a bad round, and all of a sudden he's like twenty or twenty-five to one on a Thursday night. Look at his stats. This is where fantasy national comes into play. Fantasynational.com slash TJ. They got in-tournament stats. Maybe his, you, you just read off his in-tournament stats for uh, the tournament that we're not talking about yeah. this, this week. Okay. You may look at the stats. Great on approach. Great off the tee. But maybe his putting was terrible that day. Okay. Who knows? We don't know. But that means that, you know, everything's good about his game. Had a bad putting day. You get him at a little bit better odds in pre-tournament at 25-to-1. He's three or four strokes off the lead. Everything changes, and you get some good value. We saw this with Phil Mickelson, actually, at the PGA Championship. I don't know what he was after round one. And actually, you don't typically see first-round leaders in majors win the golf tournament. It rarely happens. We did see it with Phil, because I think he was the first-round leader, wasn't he? He was also the second-round leader same thing in game bet in game betting live betting on golf Phil was about 50 to 1 on Friday night of the PGA Championship still got uh, he was what 250 300 to 1 leading up so what you you missed out then you missed out on that yeah, so you're crazy did. enough to so bet so did him everybody pre- else. pre game pre tournament at 300 to 1 but you get him at 50 to 1 on Friday and nobody thought he would still win and then what happens he wins so I think you can get a lot of value in some of the in-game odds. You can get them also on top fives, top tens, top twenties. It's just something that you can't avoid. And in, if, in this day and age, when we're not betting in casinos, we're, but we're betting online and the online sports books and the legal sports book, they're changing those in-game odds constantly. I think if you pay attention to that, there's a lot of value to be had there. And it's not something that you just need to, uh, you know, not look at. So I like those in-game odds. Uh, I think FantasyNational.com does a great job with in-game stats. So it's something that you want to look at there.
2: And then another thing I want to talk about is hedging strategy. So let's talk about that. Okay. I think you should save that for another week. Okay, you want me to
0: just finish the, with that right there? Yeah, I think you should save the hedging. Because that's
1: all I got for in-game.
0: Yeah, I think you should save it because I think the in-game is good and I think hedging is another week. And we've already gone long. Okay. And- all right, we no, can save it. I think that's We good. can save it. I think you're right. The fantasy national live, you know, after round 1, after round 2, after round 3 stats are key for people to be able to pick up on those. You know, I I don't I, we talk about it all the time. Like we don't like betting the short numbers. I don't like I don't I don't get jazzed up. I don't get a betting a betting boner, you know, betting a guy at 8 to 1. I just don't. Like fuck I I I'd just rather bet a guy, another guy that's like slightly less whatever at 25 to 1. But if they come out round one and they're not, you know, within four or five shots of the lead, they might, they might get longer. And that's where you can jump on them. So pay attention to that. Pay attention to the ball striking versus the putting stats. You can do all that on FantasyNational.com slash TJ. So I like that. That's fantastic stuff there, Pat. Um, I'm proud of you, man, for hanging in there with your internet being all crappy and stuff and uh, it's the U.S. Open week. I'm pumped. We got a ton of good content coming out on tourjunkies.com. You got the Fantasy Golf Sommelier hitting the YouTube channel on Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. Uh, You got the Chalk Bomb email that you can subscribe to on tourjunkies.com. Golby's Nut Hut is popping the live chats on Wednesday night. We can't wait for that. Leave a comment here on the YouTube channel. Give it a thumbs up as well. We appreciate all the listeners, all the support. It means a lot. We've been grinding our tails off. All right, if you want more Tour Junkies content, Support the show. Leave reviews, comment, buy stuff, Nut Hut, all that jazz. And uh, let's have a big week for the
2: U.S. Open. I can't wait. Thanks for watching. Enjoy the U.S. Open from Torrey Pines. See ya. Out.